the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferenc Toth. In an era of chaos, confusion, and craziness, Ferenc is a voice for common sense. As a financial literacy educator, speaker, and entrepreneur, Ferenc cuts through the noise to help us understand how current events affect our money, economy, and our freedom. Now, here's Ferenc Stoke. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show, and I was all prepared to share a nice Christmas message, which is something I really enjoy doing. I love the holiday season. I love Christmas. New Year's, all that type of stuff. And I will get to that, I promise. And the reason I was wanting to have such a nice Christmas message, it's been a tough year. There's been a lot of things that have gone on economically. We've been dealing with a lot of things politically. Uh, there's been a lot of upheaval, a lot of chaos, a lot of uncertainty going on in, you know, just in general. So it's just been one of those years where I wanted to take a little break and just share a nice Christmas message. But there has been something that has happened recently that is so big, such a big deal, I have to bring this up, even though this is Christmas, what happened in Colorado Supreme Court. The response I have is the United States Representative Republic, 1787 to 20, 2023, rest in peace. This is a republic-changing event. It's not definite in terms of we've lost our republic forever, but it is a republic-changing event that certainly could very much lead to that. It's that big a deal. Of course, unless you've been hiding under a rock, you've heard the Colorado Supreme Court remove Trump from their ballot, use the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, which was designed to prevent people who had supported the the South and the Civil War from uh, being elected office. There's a lot of legal arguments about whether it really applies to the office of president and all that type of stuff. I'm not going to get into all that because I'm not a legal scholar. And, it, of course, it appears that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to take this, at least at this point, and likely will overturn it. That's what the legal scholars are stating. But to me, there's even a bigger issue. Regardless of what the U.S. Supreme Court does, it doesn't matter. What happened is the Colorado Supreme Court just disenfranchised millions of voters. See, we're in uncharted legal legal water. And the question really comes down to is, will our Constitution survive this blatant attack? See, this is not about Trump. This is about Marxists taking away citizens' constitutional rights. They took away the right of citizens to vote for the candidate of their choice. You know, this is what dictators and communists do to their political op opponents. They do that on a regular basis. This is third world banana republic stuff. In fact, this is also how the Nazis took over Germany, for example. Dictators like Vladimir Putin of Russia use this type of tool and attack their opponents through the legal system regularly, forcing them off the ballot and 
putting them in jail and various things like that. All the stuff that we're seeing play out in our country in front of us. And I know there's been a lot of people out there that have been, you know, because of personal animosity towards Trump, I've been one of those who've said I've not personally. I think he, you know, he's a, he's a very aggressive person. I understand that. A lot of people, you know, really got upset about his tweets and things like that when he was president. But now this attack literally is attacking citizens' right to vote, our rights, our constitutional rights. You know, when Trump says they're going after me I'm, because I'm in the way, He's absolutely correct. And the good news is, this is the good news, is more people are more people are waking up to the fact. See, the thing you need to realize is if a government is powerful enough to take away your right to vote, it's powerful enough to take away other rights. And what other rights are the current administration, for example, going to attack in their quest to maintain power, maintain control, and, of course, maintain the, their money. Bigger question, question I have, and I'm going to discuss that a little further here in a few minutes, but the bigger question I have is, and I've been hearing this, is will the U.S. ever be united again? Will we get to a point where we could have an election and everyone generally agrees that it was a fair election, you know, the person who won won fairly and squarely, are we going to get back to a point, because the last, it wasn't just 2020, it's been the last several elections. It, this really goes back all the way back to 20, or two, the 2000 election. If you remember the hanging chads in Florida, that was the Bush-Gore election. You know, one side was very unhappy about the results of that. And this has gone on with just about every election since. Either one side or the other has been highly uh, upset about the result. Are we as a country going to get to the point, back to the point where we are united and we generally agree that, yes, this person who ran won fair and square? I think we can. I mean, if I look at history, and again, I look at the American people, you know, we, we survived a civil war. That was a pretty, pretty big deal. I mean, we had open warfare, open rebellion, roughly half the country against the other half. I've heard people discussing where this act of the Colorado court of taking away people's right to vote, that's the cornerstone of our democracy, of our representative republic, is giving citizens the right to vote. That's the very cornerstone to attack that, to disenfranchise millions of voters, to take that away from people. For four justices who were never elected, they're appointed, I understand, in Colorado, Four people can take away the rights of millions. That is not democracy. In fact, that's the exact opposite of democracy. And that's so incredibly, incredibly concerning, frightening even, if you will, understanding the history and the freedoms that we have. What Again, if four people can take away your right to vote for the candidate of your choice, whether you were going to vote for Trump or not, again, it's not, that's not the point. I've heard this, too. If they can take that way, what other rights can they take? I've heard this, too, like I was starting to say. Some people say, well, it's not a big deal. Trump wasn't going to win Colorado anyway. Again, it's not about Trump. It's about the government's ability and willingness to take away your constitutional right, your right to vote. 
Again, what other rights, then, are they going to take away in the future? It's a slippery slope. We're in uncharted political territory. We're in uncharted legal waters. But again, I think we can overcome this, but it's going to require it's going to require a few things. One of those things, one of the keys is you have to understand what you're against. If you're at war, and, and that, that's what we are. It's a, it's a we're at war in terms of a ideological war certainly in this country. There's a division, no question. But it really isn't 50-50 or even close to that. The key is the majority of Americans need to realize that it's not right versus left. It's the oligarchy versus everyone else. It's the establishment. It's the elites or whatever you want to call them that have gained a lot of control, a lot of the control in our country, whether it's the media, education, higher education in particular, government, bureaucracy, Hollywood, you name it, they've gained almost total control in many of those areas. It's them wanting more control over the rest of us. And, I mean, why would they want more control on the rest of us? Quite simple. They gain more power, more money. In fact, I'll give you a perfect example. The U.S. Senate was still in session just a few days before Christmas. Even the U.S. House had gone, had gone, you know, gone on vacation, but the Senate was still in session a few days before Christmas. And let's face it, those guys, don't, those guys and gals don't like to work any harder than they ever have to. Why were they there a few days before Christmas and not on their normal vacation schedule? Was it to pass some important bill to benefit America or Americans? No. Their sole focus was to try to figure out how to get more money to Ukraine. Now, if that doesn't paint a picture, I'm not sure what does. You think about that. Why in the world would the U.S. Senate be foregoing a part of their Christmas vacation time to try to get more money to Ukraine? Well, obviously, they benefit somehow. Ukraine has been well known for decades of being one of the most one of the most corrupt countries in the world. There is plenty of evidence of money laundering that occurs. Much of this money that's going to Ukraine ends up in many of these politicians' pockets or in their donations to their re-election campaigns. And this is true for not just Democrats, although it pretty much seems to be true of a lot of Democrats, if not all of them. Uh, it's true for many of the rhinos, too. That's part of the problem. You see, the oligarchy, those that are in charge, the elites, the U.S. senators, many of them, the majority apparently, benefit from the us, the government, our, our, us, the U.S., us, our money, giving it to the Ukraine. We have had record inflation, historical inflation in a generation. We have people struggling to put food on the table even here in the United States. Yet the U.S. Senate is so focused on getting more money to Ukraine, they're willing to forego Christmas vacation days. That's how important it is to them. It benefits them personally, not the country. Those are the kind of people we need to replace, vote out of office, get rid of them. We need to support candidates who are patriots, who will actually represent the people that are in it for the benefit of the country, truly being representatives of the country, not benefiting themselves. 
I understand why members of the oligarchy want Marxism or socialism or communism or whatever you want to call it. They gain more control, power, money. Now, who are the oligarchy? That's oftentimes it's kind of a nebulous kind of thing. Well, certainly the legacy media is part of it. College administrators, professors, many of them, particularly Ivy League and things like that. We've seen that recently. Bureaucrats, many of the bureaucrats, of course, are in that arena. Many of you, the business leaders, the big business, of course. Democrats, almost to a person, and rhinos. And why do I say Democrats? Not that I'm picking on them directly because I'm picking on a lot of others. They nearly always vote as a block. So they're all in it together. So they're either benefiting when they vote for something, they're either benefiting from it directly or supporting it tacitly by voting for it. Like, for example, giving more money to Ukraine. So some of that can come back into their coffers for reelection efforts. We all know that when a Democrat votes differently than the party line, it makes national news. It's so rare. That's why you can almost put all the Democrats in the same bucket. And we see that with many of the Republicans, what we like to call rhinos, because they don't act conservative. They don't act, they don't, their voting records are not beneficial to the country or their constituents. They're not representing their people. They're representing their own best interests. There are exceptions to that, of course. It seems to be about half and half whenever there's a vote that makes a difference, whether money should go to Ukraine, for example, or should benefit U.S. citizens. I'm going to follow up on some more of these thoughts, and then I will get to a nice Christmas message before I'm done today, I promise. But again, there's so much important that needs to be understood about this. And even though it's Christmas, I hate to have to take this time. It's that, that important. So stay tuned. I really encourage you to do so. Stay tuned for more Common Sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferenc Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferenc at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferenc Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show and I know it's Christmas, and I had all planned a really nice Christmas message, and I do plan to share some good thoughts on that, as I always do each year. But again, there's been such republic-shattering news, potentially the end of our republic, as I stated in the beginning of the show, uh, U.S. Representative Republic, uh, 1787 to 2023, rest in peace. If things continue the way they're going, that's exactly what's going to happen. There still is hope. I don't want to discourage somebody too much, but I also, at the same point, want you to understand really what's at stake. And it literally is our republic, our, like people like to call it a democracy, but it's really a representative republic. Our way of life, our society, our type of government are literally at risk of not continuing as we have for the past, previous 200 plus years. As I was stating in the last segment, I understand why members of the oligarchy, the elites, the establishment, whatever you want to call them, they want Marxism, socialism, communism, 
many of them have have expressed like an admiration for the Chinese communist model because it's more control, it's more power, it's more money for them. There's less, it's less messy, as uh, Larry Fink, I think, said of BlackRock, famously quoted recently, a year or two ago. Now, who are the oligarchy? Like I started to say, it's the legacy media, college administrators, professors, bureaucrats, particularly federal bureaucrats, business leaders, big businesses, Democrats, because they vote as a block nearly every time, and rhinos, because they're looking out primarily for their best own best interest in most cases, unfortunately. Now, the followers who support these people falsely believe, unfortunately, the government will take care of them, quote-unquote. They'll benefit as a result. Well, all you have to do is look at the history of dictators, totalitarian governments or communist governments. I've shared on this show many times, my dad escaped from Hungary in 1956 from the, from the Soviets. That was a communist government that took over. He escaped because literally he would have been taken away to a work camp where he may or may not have survived or escape. Those were the two options for any male, particularly any young male. That's exactly what was going to happen. They left the women and children alone and the old men because they weren't a threat. When you remove the men, there is no threat. That's part of the reason why there's such an attack on men here. And that's exactly what happened in Hungary for a number of years. There were no young men. And I mean, we're talking anywhere from about, I don't know, mid-teens to 60s, anywhere in between. There just were no men. Again, they took them away to work camps or they escaped because that was their only two options. That eliminates the opposition. And again, the attack on men we're seeing in this country is a similar attack and effort by the communists, and that's what they are, Marxist communists, that are trying to take this country over. Getting off track here, man, I want to say focus. You know, again, look at the history of these types of governments, any over, over powerful government. You know, unless you're a major figure in leg- legacy media, let's say, or a college administration leader, some kind of high-level bureaucrat, a C-suite executive in a major corporation that supports much of this stuff, or an elected official, particularly in a higher office on the federal, maybe the state level, but certainly federal level, you're going to receive crumbs at best. You're, you're going to just get the leftovers. As my cousin, who was in Hungary after my dad escaped, she she was there until she was 12 years old and shared the stories about seeing a car maybe once every, a day, every few days. And invariably, it was a communist uh, bureaucrat. They were the big shots. Nobody else had cars even. So anyone who follows these people and believes these promises of how everybody's going to be equal and everybody's going to get taken care of, well, one, there's not enough money to make that happen. There's just not enough for government to parse that out. Plus, these people really are, we're seeing firsthand, they're focused on control, power, and money. How much are they really going to share? If you believe them, you're extremely naive at best, okay? You need to wake up. And again, thankfully, things that are happening, like this Colorado Supreme Court taking away citizens' rights to vote, taking away their constitutional rights, is waking people up. 
Now, some have said the U.S. Supreme Court will overturn the Colorado decision, and they may. This action shows the Democrats are willing to do anything to stop Trump. But regardless of what the U.S. Supreme Court does or doesn't do, it doesn't matter. The Democrats have shown their hand, and they've shown their hand in a big way to a lot of people. I think it's, it was premature before they wanted to. I believe it was a mistake, and I think that many of them think the same thing. But here's the key thing you need to understand, what people are waking up to if they haven't already. Look, you don't attack someone unless they're a threat. And the establishment, the oligarchy, they've been attacking Trump since he announced he was running for president, I think back in, what, 2015. They've been attacking him ever since. And why, why have they been attacking him constantly? Why is he such a threat to the establishment? I think here's something that literally everyone can agree with. You can love Trump. You can hate Trump. But you've got to agree, he is uncontrollable. Things about Trump. No one controls the guy. And the oligarchy has plans for more control, which leads them to more power and money. And frankly, Trump, Trump is a wild card that they can't control and interferes with their plans. He's interfering with their money-making operation. He's a threat, and that's why they consistently and constantly attack him. Now, if you recognize that, and it's just a little bit of basic common sense to realize that's the reason why the attacks continue to occur. And here's what I would just say to you. Unless you want oligarchs to control every aspect of your life, which is their goal, look at the World Economic Forum, for example, the things that they want to do. They're not hiding it, folks. We have our own political leaders and, and bureaucrats who repeatedly said they want to fundamentally change this country. They're not hiding it. Unless you want to experience that fundamental change, which means losing your ability to vote, for example, if they, the establishment or the oligarchy doesn't believe you should have it because you might vote for the person they don't approve of. It goes on and on. They want to install a central digital currency. They want to put in the Chinese-style social credit system. I mean, literally, I saw watching a video not too long ago where somebody was walk, walking, they were jaywalking in China, and immediately they were caught by the cameras and fined, and they were shamed, publicly shamed. Their, their picture went up on this big build, like Times Square almost, it looked like, where their picture went up and, the, and what they did and how much they were fined. Immediately, it just came out of their account. This is the direction the World Economic Forum, the oligarchs, the establishment, our bureaucratic leaders, our elected officials who want more government. That's where they're actually heading. And this isn't conspiracy theory stuff. They're actually saying it themselves and have done so repeatedly. All you have to do is listen to what they say. So unless you want them, you want to live in that type of society, you want them to control everything. And by the way, are they going to take care of you? They're going to give you crumbs. You're going to barely get by. But unless you want them to control every aspect of your life, you should support Trump because he's the threat. They've recognized their number one threat. They've identified the one person that they believe is the biggest threat to their plans. Well, that's the person. If you don't want that, you should support. And I do as a result. That's what the conclusion. It's not that people are crazy or or anything else. They've come to the logical, common-sense conclusion 
that the oligarchy, the establishment, has identified who their biggest rival is, what their biggest threat is. They've attacked him constantly, and I don't want what they want. They, you, you've heard the, the joke. It's not a joke, though. They want you to own nothing and be happy. They want you to eat bugs, okay? Those, these, are not, these are not conspiracies. These are things they've actually said and written down. They want to control your money. You understand if a central digital currency occurs, they can control how much money you're, you have in your account. They can control how much and when you spend it. They can control how much it's value. They can adjust the value of the dollar, for example, digitally, simply, easily. They also, if they want to stimulate the economy, for example, they can determine that you have to spend a certain amount of it in a certain period of time or you lose it. These are all real, valid concerns, folks. It's not conspiracy. The establishment sees Trump as a threat. And here's the thing I see coming, up, coming on the horizon. Once he obtains the Republican nomination, expect chaos to try to stop him. You know, the Democrats have already shown that they're willing to do anything to stop Trump, including taking away citizens' right to vote for the candidate of their choice, for example, that including shutting down the economy, imposing mask mandates, for example, and forcing you to inject an experimental shot or you lose your job or career. They've done all those things already. What other things are they willing to do? What other constitutional rights are they willing to take away from you just so they can protect their control, power, and money? I don't know. I don't think it looks pretty. I just think 2024 could be, become very chaotic. And I think that should be a big concern for our, anyone who's paying attention. The message I want to share here in this season of peace Peace and goodwill to men and all that. I wish I had, and again, I will have some positive, I promise. I'll end on a good note. But I want you, the message, I want you to kind of think about going forward into the next years. Be prepared. Protect yourself. Stock up on essentials. Food, water, medicine, ammo. Those are the things you're going to need just in case. I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I sincerely hope and pray that it's not nearly as chaotic as I think it could become. But I do understand that the risk is there. And since I am in the financial world, many people have asked me, what should I do with my money? What do you think is going to happen? They understand I pay attention to this stuff on a daily basis. They understand I have a lot of contacts across the country. People are inside the financial world, in the banking world, in various places that I talk to on a consistent basis. So they're asking me, what should they do? Well, I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned in the next segment, and I'm going to share with you some ideas and some thoughts of what you should do as we head into this next year where we're, we are very much in uncharted political waters that could create some serious economic chaos. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for more common sense from Ferens. For more information, Contact parents at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your 
Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferentz at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferentz Toth. Welcome back to Your Personal Bank Show. And I do want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I mean it. I do have a few more thoughts to share before I get into some positive things I want to share about the season. One of the things, before I get there, though, one of the things I forgot to mention in the last segment, I was discussing how the oligarchs are focused on their own benefit and what benefits them. And I mentioned a good, great example where the U.S. Senate was staying in session even after the House, U.S. House, had adjourned for vacation even a few days before Christmas. Why? Not to help the American or Americans, their focus was how to get more money to Ukraine. I mean, that gives you an idea of how crazily out of step, out of focus their priorities are. They're supposed to be representing us. They're representing themselves. And to give you an idea, they're trying to pass another aid bill. It's been pushed off to after the first of the year, thankfully, because the House was just not willing it turns out the if they does pass this next aid bill that they're trying to get through, that brings the total amount of monies given to Ukraine adds up to $1,300 per American household and over $11,000 per Ukrainian household. Obviously, that will continue to drive higher inflation, interest rates, mortgage rates. Every American is going to pay the price. That's where our U.S. Senate focus is. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. To get back to this thought about what to do, I believe that the Democrats have shown their hand. They've demonstrated that they're willing to do just about anything to maintain their control, their power, their money. They see, obviously, Trump is their number one threat. That's why they continue to attack him. By the way, why I support him. Primarily, I also believe that once Trump obtains the Republican um, nomination, they're going to try to pull. They're going to I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to try to pull all the stops And 2024 could get really chaotic. So what do you do again? Prepare, be prepared, protect yourself, not only protect yourself, but protect your money. Again, I've been asked so many times due to the fact I'm in the financial world. What should I do? Well, it's very likely that risk in 2024 is going to be elevated, and it could be highly elevated. We are in uncharted political waters. I'm, I'm not saying this. I'm not encouraging this. But I've heard people say, could this lead to armed conflict even in our country, civil unrest? I don't know. I'm not encouraging it. Please understand by any stretch. But we have to be realistic. Is some of that potentially going to happen? How will that affect the markets? Very likely, the market risk will be elevated much higher, if, especially if things deteriorate or get more chaotic. We saw what happened in 2020 when the government shut the economy down. It, it threw major economic monkey wrenches into the whole system. My suggestion, reduce your market risk. Diversify a portion of your portfolio into guaranteed options. That way, at least you have some protection to the downside. Where should you go? You know, Vanguard recently just predicted bond interest rates will be higher for the next five to ten years. 
this follows directly to what I've been stating on this show now for the better part of a year, probably, is that the economy has changed. Interest rates have changed. Things that thrived in the past decade will likely struggle, and the things that struggled in the past decade will likely thrive. We all know the stock markets and real estate markets did really well, exceptionally well in the past decade, all like all-time records. Well, this decade's very likely is going to be different. Again, higher interest rates tends to be bad for stocks in general, bad for real estate, of course, and we're seeing the effects of that. Yes, there's winners and losers in every situation, but overall we're seeing this. And here's where, again, I've shared this the last couple of weeks briefly. I want to get into it a bit further, and then I'm going to touch on this a lot more after the first of the year. There is a big, and I mean a huge, opportunity for investors, and it's based on the weakness of the gov- federal government in terms of their weakness and financial responsibility. We all know they're spending more than they bring in. And that's increasing each year. And I'm not going to get into all the numbers today. I don't think that's important. The key is we have record debt, and they keep borrowing more. They keep spending more than they make. What a lot of people don't realize, and I find this surprising, but I have to, so I have to repeat this, the government cannot just print money willy-nilly. In other words, when they print money to spend that they have not received in tax revenues, they have to sell a bond to, uh, to offset that currency. That's required. So therefore, as they continue to spend more dollars that they don't have, they have to continue selling more bonds to the bond buyers. We're already seeing this effect. We've see, already seen it this year. They're flooding the market with bonds. There's a record amount of treasury bills, for example, being sold each year now, and that is increasing as the spending increases. Well, if you understand Economics 101, it's quite simple. You have a large supply. How do you get all that sold? Remember, when the government sells a bond, they pay interest to the bond buyer for however the period of time that that bond is. So it's a two-year, five-year, 10, 20, 30-year bond, whatever. The government's going to pay interest on that bond for that time frame. Well, they're having to offer higher and higher interest rates to entice the bond buyers because there's just more and more supply. There's a glut. They're flooding the market with bonds. And this is what Vanguard's article was referring to recently, is that bond price, bond interest rates will continue to climb over the next five to ten years, they they predict, because the government cannot figure out how to spend less money. So as long as the government continues to spend money, they're going to have to sell these bonds, and the pressure is going to be on interest rates on the bonds to increase. Now, most people are not in the arena to invest into the bond market. Typically, it's recommended you have 100000 liquid per bond. So these are, this is the arena of large institutional investors. But you can take advantage of this because who buys these bonds? Well, sovereign wealth funds, pension pension funds, things like that, and insurance companies. Insurance companies invest heavily in these bonds. Here's what's interesting. They just survived the lowest interest rate environment in the history of our country the past decade with the lowest returns. We've got companies still paying 6% dividends, insured, guaranteed, tax-free, with the lowest bond rates in the history of the country. 
in the history of the country, in other words, in the int- history of these companies' history, the lowest rates of return they've ever seen, yet they're still paying 6%. Well, guess what's happening with the new bonds they're buying? They're making two to three times the profit on bonds they're purchasing now versus what they bought, say, a couple of years ago. Their overall portfolio returns are on the rise, and it will be increasing each year, very likely, for the next five to ten years, according to Vanguard. And again, it'll be a very simple thing to watch. Interest rates on bonds are going to continue to rise as long as the government continues to spend more money than it brings in. You can take advantage of this with dividends. The dividends are directly, dividends are highly interest rate sensitive. The profits of the company are based on their bond purchases. So you can take advantage of this. And also on top of that, the insurance companies give you the added advantage of this, these dividends being insured, guaranteed, and tax-free. So when you add the tax-free aspect to it, you take the typical American, let's say they're most are in the 20 30% tax brackets, you can see real quickly where a 6% dividend tax-free is equivalent for most people of 8 to 9%. Folks, that's a strong return, but what I want you to understand is that's going to continue to increase likely for the next 5 to 10 years. That's according to Vanguard. You can take advantage of this opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. The government's weakness of not being able to stop their spending. There you go. Maybe there's a Christmas present for you. (laughs) Some positive news of where there's been a lot of challenging economic news and things could very likely get more challenging and more volatile as time goes forward. We're hitting at or near all-time highs with the stock market recently. Just does not seem like a good time to get involved, if you know what I'm trying to say. Warren Buffett agrees with that fact. In fact, he's been selling a lot of his stock this past year and has been very pessimistic about the stock market going forward. And I think for a lot of good reasons, because of the interest and the government debt and the inflation and all the things that are going on, as I just shared. So again, you have the, a huge opportunity here to get in on an increasing asset, or increasing returns, an asset that has increasing returns, likely for the next five to 10 years, that's also insured, guaranteed, and tax-free, going into a period that could become very volatile, especially, like I said, it doesn't seem like there's any restraints on what the Democrats are willing to do to try to stop Trump. And many of those things could very much impact the economy in a negative way. We will see what happens. We absolutely will see what happens. But I, I just say, protect yourself. Reduce your market risk. Lock, you know, lock down your returns. Get guaranteed returns, insured, tax-free. And the fact that it will be increasing over the next number of years, that's just an added bonus. Okay? So I encourage you to contact me for more information. I'll be taking a little break here during the, or during the Christmas break, of course, but be happy to talk to you after the first of the year, after the new year. The good news about all this stuff that's going on, everything that's going on is, I believe at least, that the Democrats, the oligarchs, establishment, whatever you want to call them, I believe they've pushed too far, too fast. 
I believe this whole thing with the Colorado Supreme Court was their nuclear option that happened a little too quickly. On, it triggered too quickly on them. So it was a, it's turned out to be a big mistake because it's waking people up. It's like the sleeping giant. One of the advantages we have as a country is we have a lot of people who are good people, good, hardworking people who enjoy and love the freedoms that they have had and enjoyed. We have a lot of people that the vast majority of the people want the country that they remember. There's many more of them, I'm sorry, many more of us than them who want to change this country. And remember that. Don't get discouraged. You need to get involved. That's one of the you're going to have to be a New Year's resolution this year. You're going to have to get involved if you want to protect your freedoms. It's not in a position where you can just go to work, raise our family, you know, maybe vote, you know, and then expect things to work out. No, you got to get more involved, raise awareness to save our constitutional freedoms. You need to support and donate and vote for patriots who will actually represent the people and not support more government. Those are the things that we can do to make a difference. 2024 can turn out to be a maybe very chaotic, but could end up being a really great year if enough people wake up and realize it and make a difference. Stay tuned. I'm going to finish up with a few thoughts, some Christmas thoughts, end of year thoughts I want to share. So I encourage you not to miss it. Stay tuned for more common sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferentz at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferentz Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. This is Ferentz. I just want to finish up today's show with some deep appreciation for everyone that's listening. It's been quite the journey this past year, it's been challenging at times, it's been frustrating at times, but there's also been opportunities. And for one, my show's expanded this, this past year. It's gone national and expanded again in the fall. So it's literally coast to coast now. And the responses that I'm getting from listeners, of course, has expanded also along with it. Events coming up this next year in 2024 where I'll be speaking at different for different groups, different radio sh- uh, stations around the country. I'm, I'm very, I'm deeply appreciative of that. And I'm excited and looking forward to meeting some of, the, some of the listeners that reach out to me on a regular basis. And that's something that's been happening more and more also. More and more of you have been reaching out to me and contacting me. And like I said, you can do so at info at yourpersonalbank.com or Eight six six two six eight four four two two, and yes, you do get me. I still get folks that say, "Wow, I'm surprised you actually answer. It's you or get back with me." And yes, I do. I'm doing the best. I will continue to do that as long as I'm able to do that. It's that's my my commitment to you because I do have a a passion for this. Uh, I have a passion to educate people about a different way of thinking about money, a paradigm shift about thinking about money and taking control of their lives and trying to wake them up and cut through the noise, as you know, which is getting has gotten more difficult, no question. My job has gotten more challenging, but also more rewarding at the same time. And 
So everyone who's reached out to me or thought about so even uh, or li- just listening, again, I really deeply appreciate you doing that. And the, the responses I get and the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. And, again, I thank you very much. I know I'm also blessed that there's no one who's telling me what to say or do or not say. Uh, th- I'm just speaking from my heart, from my, my experience. I'm just sharing with what I know, what I grew up with, my experience, as I've shared so many times, you know, with my dad escaping from the Soviets from Hungary and having a challenging life, but then coming to a, a new country. And I was born here, of course, and raised as a first generation. So I have that deeply instilled in me, that love of country. It's also why I did serve in the U.S. Army, uh, because I do appreciate the freedoms that our country has given me and my family. And at the same time, I have, I have deep sadness right now. As I stated earlier at this show, I don't want to get into a lot of detail about it, but to see that these freedoms are getting challenged at the very least and maybe lost, I, I find that extraordinarily sad. And I'm hopeful that we can turn this thing around by working together, sticking together. Again, there's so many more of us. There really is. And that's the other thing I, I love about what I do because I literally get to talk to people, everyday Americans. You say average Americans. There's nothing average about anyone I talk to. They're all extraordinary. This is an extraordinary country full of extraordinary people with all types of different backgrounds, experiences, but I find it inspiring. And I get the chance to talk to people from every walk of life, from every age, from every part of the country, coast to coast, corner to corner. And I can say this with all genuineness is that nearly everyone I talk to, we have a lot in common. We really do. We want the same things. We, it's not that complicated, actually, and I've shared this on other shows before, but it really is. We just want to live our lives. We want peace. We, we want to raise our families. We want to build our career or our business or whatever we're doing. And when it comes to government in particular, we just want to be left alone. Just freaking leave us alone and let us live our lives. I I like something Thomas Jefferson, I was reading some of the things that he said and wrote recently where he was discussing those very same ideas and ideals of the ability just to be left alone and live your life And again, like it says in the Declaration, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's really what we all want. And we, again, we all have so much more in common than with each other than we do the bureaucrats in Washington. We we really do. I'm very outspoken about my beliefs, as you know, listening to this show. That's no surprise. I don't um, apologize. I don't shy away. I was raised this way. It's my life experiences. As I often say to people, you're not going to change my mind. I, I may try to influence yours. You're not going to change mine. I'm rock solid on that. I'm first generation. I served in the military. I love this country. I don't, I love my, I'm, I'm a Christian. I love God. I love my family. I've been married to my wife over 20 years. I love my daughters. You're not going to change who I am. Sorry, I'm set. I'm, 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 um, well, I forget the word I'm trying to think of, but uh, 
you see where I'm coming from. But it's and you may be different. Your thoughts may be different. And that's okay. I I res- I'll still respect you as a person. I may not agree with you, and all I ask is you respect me. You may not agree with me, and some of my clients don't agree with me, and we have vastly different political views, for example. But we do still communicate, and we still respect each other, and and that's how I want to continue to live my life. If I have somebody who just cannot respect that, frankly, that's probably not a person I want to work with or be in my life. And again, I know I'm extraordinarily blessed. I'm in a place in my career. I've been doing this. This is my 25th year, I guess. Got lots of clients. I stay plenty busy. Love working with new people because I love meeting new people. And as my wife says, she always says my life, my, the light bulb, you know, I light up the most when I meet a new person, a new potential client, and they get it. They understand what I'm trying to teach them, what I'm trying to educate, and how to improve their financial world and try to prove their financial life so they have more control of their money and they're less reliant on government and reduce their taxes and all that stuff. And, yeah, I get a kick out of it. I just do. I understand I get paid for doing it. Yes, of course, that's how I make a living. But it's the passion that drives me. And I always say this to young people, and you've probably heard this too. If you really want to be successful at something, you can't follow the money. You have to follow the passion. The money will follow, and it does. It does. I've, I've been blessed in that area, and I know that. I know the type of person I like to work with. I try to fill my life with people that are encouraging, uplifting, inspiring. And, again, I'm blessed with so many clients today and listeners that reach out to me and we talk to or we communicate by email or, or whatever. I, I literally had a gentleman call me, I think it was a couple of, night, couple of days ago, and it was, it was a little bit later in the evening, and I was just checking emails, and I don't always answer my phone in the evenings, of course, but I saw a phone number. I didn't recognize it. And it was a gentleman from Pittsburgh and outside of Pittsburgh. And we ended up talking for a couple of hours or so because I just found him fascinating, um, it, very interesting story. And we had a lot in common, of course, and we were sharing some different things. And I even stopped after a point and I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be taking up so much of your time. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'm enjoying this too. I'm like, I, I just uh, I get on a roll sometimes and I just I genuinely enjoy it. I'm not going to bug somebody, of course, but we were just having a great conversation is what I'm trying to say. Maybe become a client, maybe not. I don't know, um, but it doesn't matter. I just genuinely enjoyed that that interaction, that conversation, because I genuinely enjoy meeting new people and learning about them. And, again, that's just part of my passion, who I am as a person. So if you want to reach out to me, I'd love to talk to you. And, and if I can help you in any way, of course, particularly financially, obviously want to help you there too. But understand, I don't push anybody into anything. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed that way. Again, I've done enough business. I have enough clients. I've I'm far enough down my, the path of my career that I'm not I'm not chasing anybody down. If you know what I'm trying to say, so there's no pressure. There's going to be no. I I tell people all the time. This is the strangest uh, salesperson you're probably going to run into because. You know, I'll share with you the good and the bad and the ugly. I don't, I don't pull any punches. I just give it to you straight, educate you the best I may, I can, help you understand how all this works and how it benefits you. And my attitude is, you're big boys and girls. You can, if you have the facts, if you have the information, you can make an intelligent decision for yourself. And I would rather you understand what you're doing and why, because that way, if somebody else comes, because 
what we're doing is against the grain. It's not the norm. You know, a lot of people, you know, they say, you're buying insurance. What are you, crazy? No, we're investing. We're getting returns on our money. We're maximizing dividends, minimizing taxes, maximizing liquidity, getting positive cash flow on our money. Uh, we're doing a lot of things that the wealthy do and banks and, and et cetera, but the average American doesn't, and that's and is not aware of. They're just not taught this stuff, and that's one of the reasons why I do the radio show, of course, is just to educate people and make them aware of it. But, again, I'm just kind of sharing some thoughts from the heart that I just want to I, – I feel incredibly blessed, and I feel incredibly grateful, and I believe – that, like I said earlier, this next year, I said this quite some time ago. I said 2023 was going to be a tough year. And I said that year two before that. And I think 2024 could end up being quite a chaotic year. And there's going to be a lot of people out there I know that are going to need some help or want help and are going to reach out to me. And and I'm just praying. You know, I've been on my knees praying that I have I have the wisdom to help these people and give them the best I, best advice I can. And really make a difference in their lives because I know I'm going to be helping some hurting people and it's going to be a big task. And I'm like I said, I've been praying that I'll be up for it and have the energy and all that stuff. And, you know, I'm I'm not old. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm in my 50s, but you know what I'm saying, to have the time and the energy and to, you know, keep the passion and everything that needs to, to do to do the best job that I'm capable of. And bring the decades of experience that I have to help these people and genuinely make a difference. And I guess that's where my heart is. That's where I'm coming from. I'm incredibly blessed. I'm incredibly grateful for the blessings that I have with my career, with my family, with what I get to do. I mean, this isn't work to me. This is fun. I mean, I get to talk to people and and learn about them and help them. And, and that's just Oh, man, I, I can't think of a better way to live, at least for me. It may not be for you. I get it. But for me, I'm in the right place, and I know it, and I'm grateful for it, and I'm thankful. And I hope that you find some peace, some hope, some encouragement this holiday season. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. If you're not in, in your best place, I hope you find your way there. If you need some help and I can help you, I love to do that, happy to do that. Or you get the help you need or direction you need or whatever it is you need in your life to bring you some peace, some joy, some happiness. Have that passion for doing something, accomplishing something, making a difference. Those are powerful things. And I I wish that and hope that for you. I I I pray for blessings for you and your family and health, good health. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned in my next show next week, the first of the year, New Year's show. It'll be a different show. I'm not pre-recording, and I'll be sharing my wheel, my wheel of life. It's my goal-setting show. I've done this for 20 plus years for clients, agents. I've done workshops on this. It's one of my most requested uh, talks that I do. I do it every year. Uh, New Year's, a goal-setting session, if you will. So I encourage you to stay tuned to the next, next week's show so you can do that. As long as it's on our money, in God we trust. Listen Tuesdays at noon and Saturdays at 1 to the Your Personal Bank Show for more information. Contact Ferris at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. 
This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guests of this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Some products discussed may have limitations and not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Dividend rates and bank line of credit rates may change. For current rates, contact Ference at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, that's 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.